Welcome to the American Coach, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. Plus. I'm your host Matthew and this is for season 2, episode 3, Do the Rightest Thing. Um, Really good episode, really really good episode this time. Uh, there's quite a lot going on at the moment in the show isn't there? Uh, which is which is good. I don't feel like there's too much going on to where the show's just kind of like overbearing or having too much going on on screen. Um, and I don't feel I feel like the pacing of the season so far is pretty good. They're they're, de- they're dealing with a lot of things, but at quite a good pace, which is something very very difficult to do in television. Actually, um, I mean this episode was slightly longer, so that did help a little bit, but it wasn't like too long either. The, the episode the episode was a good length, good amount of plot. And it was paced really well as well. So um, lots of really good things kind of going on in this episode. Um, we've got... Uh, where do I want to start? Because we've got Jamie. We've got Sam and the sponsor. We've got Nora. Uh, and uh, I think Re- Rebecca. Um, is her name Rebecca? Let me just scroll down to the cast. Uh, yeah, Rebecca. I almost got her conf- confused with Keely. Um, but we got all that going on as well. Uh, but yeah, you know... The episode ends on a on a positive. I mean, they lost the game, but in the grand scheme of like everything going on with the sponsor and the whole like Nigerian thing and everything, uh, that really doesn't matter uh, uh, too much. You know, it's more kind of focused on uh, getting rid of this uh, nasty sponsor. Um, the interesting point towards that, though, before all before the tape scene and everything, uh, and like them doing this protest on the pitch. Jamie does mention to Keely like, "Hey, I'd do it," um, and I I don't know if it's like, I don't think at that point Jamie realised what the company was, what the sponsor was doing. So it could have been a change where like Jamie would have maybe agreed to do it, uh, do this photo shoot thing, and then if Sam told him what they were doing, maybe he would have changed his mind as well. So maybe he would have ended up with the same situation. I just wonder how that could have played out differently if Jamie had, like, agreed to do it. Because he kind of throws a comment at Ke- Keely and was like, hey, I'll I'll do it, and then she kind of brushes it off a bit. So uh, I suppose there's not too much difference to um, to explore there. Um, plus, it, it wouldn't be a case where, like, Sam would blame him for doing it because Jamie wouldn't... I don't think he knew at the time what this company was... Uh, a sponsor was doing and everything. Um, but yeah, it's it's initially sort of like, you know, you see the text messages between Sam and his dad and you think like, oh, you know, he thinks he's a corporate shrill and all this kind of stuff. Um, but then, you know, his dad sends him an article and like, hey, yeah, I'm not just telling you you're a corporate shrill. This is like, th- this company is like bad. You should, you should kind of get away from it and stuff like that. So I, I thought that made a lot of sense given, uh, given all the context there. Um... Yeah, Nora's a good addition to the show. I don't think we've seen her before. I don't remember her being on screen. Certainly not this season, anyway. Uh, she's kind of a cool little addition. Her sort of helping Rebecca and everything. Um, could end up being a sort of... Because uh, Nora's only supposed to be 13, I think, they they said. Um, she could end up being like a... Um, uh, what do you call them? Um... Like intern sort of sort of thing. Um, if if she was gonna kind of do that, I mean, she already helped out with the sponsor stuff and everything. Like, kind of, she was sort of there with Rebecca and writing the email. That was a pretty good scene as well. Um, but yeah, very very good episode for uh, for all of that. But um, I I cannot I, like as soon as this storyline started playing out with Sam and you realised it was yeah it is political and 
you know, some people are going to go, oh, get politics out of my football show. But I, I don't think some people realise how much politics is involved with the world. You know, there is politics in football already because there is things like sponsors and all kinds of other stuff as well. And you're dealing with how to run a business as well. And that's political in its in its own way. Um, there's different levels to all of that. But uh, I mean with things like uh, wages that get brought up in this episode. That's somewhat political as well. So yeah, if, if you're going to like kind of turn around and be like, oh, get this politics out of my football show. Well, it was already in there to begin with. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, there's different levels to it. Like the, the wage thing is a bit different to this whole like sponsor thing that's kind of going on. So yeah there is that but again they're both political kind of things um yeah that is a problem for uh richmond this uh this wage thing because yeah they got relegated um you don't get as much money in the championship as you do in the premier league because it's a lower division um that's something that happens with like um you know when leeds got relegated or when derby got relegated or when uh um what's a more recent example stoke a few seasons ago got relegated all their big players started sort of leaving and Leeds have got a good sort of like redemption, road to redemption sort of story. They're back in the Premier League now anyway. Uh, Man United have got them in a couple of weeks. Um, but that is a big problem. You know, if you, I mean, I mean, you're very unlikely in this day and age to see like a Man City or a Chelsea or so- somebody big like that or a Man United or whatever get relegated. But it's sort of like now and again you do have your slightly bigger teams like a Stoke or a, a Leeds that kind of get relegated and stuff like that. Uh, or like Norwich or West Brom, who, who kind of get relegated quite often. So it it will depend on how big the team itself is, uh, and like if there's any sort of shock relegations and whatnot. But uh, we'll see how that kind of works out because they they're going to have some interesting. I hope that they kind of bring this up in in the next couple of episodes. They're going to have an interesting money situation because um, they've gotten rid of this sponsor's clear like the relationship there is clearly done. They're going to like pull out the sponsor thing and everything. Uh, they've got the relegation things of the championship, so they're going to have some money problems going on. But I can almost see a storyline creeping up, and this is, I guess, is more of a prediction. Um, because this team feels kind of united, you know, they're all celebrating at the end and get rid of the sponsor and that kind of stuff. I wonder if there's going to be a wage cut storyline introduced. Not that every player will agree to it, but they're in a better place now at the end of the episode. Um, and like, you know, they're a bit more united as a team and stuff. So I'm kind of wondering if that is going to pop up in the next couple of weeks. I, I don't really want the show to sort of next episode, hey, our, our finances are fixed, you know, unless there's an actual really good reason for it. Like they got a, a good new sponsor or, or something like that. That could be, that could be a possibility. Um, that, that's, that's kind of the only thing I would really, like if they do a cold open next week or something, and it's like, hey, we got a new sponsor, and like, we don't need to cut any wages or anything like that. That would be that would be a decent answer, I think. But we'll see what the show decides to uh, to do with that. Um, so yeah, they lost their game, didn't they, to to Coventry? They didn't say what the score was, but it's not really all, all that relevant. Uh, we haven't really seen any on pitch stuff this season, and I know this is more of a character focused show and that kind of stuff, which which is cool. Uh, but I'd like to see that a little bit more going uh, going forward, I think. So uh, we'll see how all that plays out. Uh, but yeah, the Sam stuff was really great, great re- uniting the team. Um, it's one of them things as well for me. Okay, if you're going to, like, okay, you've got a, 
you got political elements in the show already because it's based on you know football team and running a football team and you know all, all the behind the scenes stuff. But there's a difference between doing that and keeping a show simpler, like having more basic character drama, which is what this show kind of focuses on. You know, the drama between the characters. But there's also an element where if you pull out a specific storyline, in this case the sponsorship, is making sure that it fits in with the show and making sure that it's organic and it makes sense as well. Instead of just, we're going to shove this thing into this show and it doesn't matter if it fits or not. Um, But this was a really smart way to to do that, Um, I I think as well, because it is a political thing. But it also fits right into what Sam is up to. It makes sense because sponsors and football, you know, that that all fits well together. So, yeah, it I, I think the show's done done a very very good job. And some people would look at that and think, oh, that's a pretty easy thing to do. But you gotta that that takes some really really good writing as well. Because not not only is it the case of hey, this thing fits in the show, but it's like okay. What what kind of like story are we telling with it? Because you, you you at the fundamental level you have okay bad sponsor in football right? Okay, but what it what is going on? What what is it that they're doing that's bad? And it's like you know Nigeria specific as well, and obviously that involves Sam and a few of the other players. So again, fits in with it really really nicely. Um, so that was uh, that was good from from the show to do that. Um, but yeah, I like the storyline with Sam. I don't know if you'll hear any more about this, um, like the the sponsor they've got at the moment. I think in the next couple of episodes you'll probably hear about a new sponsor, which will mean a new shirt as well. So it'll be interesting to see, interesting to see what they uh, what they end up with. Um, so yeah, but uh, that's my thoughts on the Sam storyline stuff. Uh, I thought the cold open was pretty fun as well. Um, so that was that was great. <laughs> Uh, and, um, yeah, Ted wondering if he'd, uh, gotten her pregnant and stuff, that was, uh, that was pretty good, so, um, I can't remember, I can't remember the woman's name, unfortunately, it began with S, didn't it, um, but Rebecca asks her, like, hey, did you, like, did he talk like that the whole time, and she was like, yeah, but, and it was delightful, and Rebecca's, like, spitting the, the biscuits out, that was, uh, that was pretty funny, (laughs) So, yeah, good uh, a good way to slightly put in a very adult-oriented storyline, but not make it, like, massively explicit. Because uh, I think this show is supposed to be slightly family-friendly, like, slightly. Um, barring a few scenes here and there, maybe. But um, that, that was a good sly way to not, like... I don't feel like that cold open was censoring the adult content. It was more just sort of, these characters are uncomfortable all talking about this. And they're going to, like, not want to talk about it. Not because they don't want to, but because of who it involves and how uncomfortable it makes certain characters. So that, that fit in really well. I did I did a podcast before, a few months ago. It's called Sex, Violence and Censorship. And talks about how, like, all of that, you know, adult mature content is handled with, within media. Um, this is a smart way to do that and not be like, hey, explicit this and, and that and whatever. So I thought that was uh, that was pretty good. That was very good. So uh, let's move into the second half of the podcast and we'll talk about um, the Jamie stuff. And uh, Led, was it Led Tasso? Yeah, it's the T and the L switched around, isn't it? Led Tasso. We'll talk about that as well. So uh, let's do some housekeeping and I'll see you for all that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which 
is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice that's $3 level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show alright so recently on Entertainment Talk i uh, got the Monsters at Work podcast for this week that's of course the Disney Plus Monsters Inc. sequel show uh, season 1 episode 6 is the newest episode for that so i covered that this week uh gaming talk this week we talked about the activision blizzard lawsuit uh part two there was some new big information that came out so where we discussed all that uh we talked about ubisoft's um a new game called x defiant it's sort of a overwatch military ish sort of game uh looks very weird and kind of bad and everything else like that so we talked about that and also there's some new updates concerning uh the ps5 game called abandoned from blue box as well so he talks about all that um did a uh review for the suicide squad james gunn's kind of reboot sequel thingy majiggy uh thing for the suicide squad the dc film of course i gave it a possible skip rating so you could check that out it's got a spoiler free section in the first half uh chat podcast for this month talking about july 2021 entertainment talks biggest month thank you all very much for that uh, talked about some other updates with COVID, new rules and all that kind of stuff as well. And also talked a bit about podcast mentality. Uh, Ted Lasso, of course, uh, from last week, Season 2, Episode 2. We've got podcasts for basically Batwoman, uh, Superman, Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. So you can check all those ones out. There's new episodes out for some of those. Uh, did a skip rating review for Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, of course, another Warner Brothers film. It's basically a Warner Brothers advert mixed in with some... Uh, weird basketball so i didn't really enjoy that uh did a podcast called the curious case of cyberpunk 2077 i've been watching some youtube videos for a couple of weeks and learned some things about the game and also talked about the weird uh, subway system 
as well in the game. So we'll talk about that. There's no spoilers in there for Cyberpunk though, so don't worry about that. And that's pretty much everything we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. But we do have other TV, video games, films and Manchester United podcasts as well. Hoping to do a United cast preview soon for this upcoming season. So you can check out all of that as well. Um, so yes, Jamie's back on the team. Um, and of course things are kind of, things are pretty much settled by the end of the episode, isn't it? I, I do really like the way this episode ends. Uh, you know, they, they, they kind of, they get their frustration, uh, released on, uh, on Jamie sort of thing. Like, uh, Sam tackles him. Very good tackle, actually. Um, it's easy in this day and age, actually, for that kind of tackle to be considered a foul. But, to me, when it comes to tackles, if you get even a touch on the ball, and the tackle's not from behind, it's pretty much a tackle and not a foul. Just, just in my eyes, anyway. So, um, there's a thing Nathan mentions in this episode about Jamie. And, uh, what was it? I think it was Ted, um, no, Nathan said to, uh, Ted about what do we do if nobody passes the ball to Jamie? Because, oddly, even though you do need every man on the pitch to win the game, some teams do that. If they don't like a certain player in their team and they're being picked and there's nothing they can do about it, they won't pass to them. Uh, they'll just pretty much play the, uh, play football in the other areas of the pitch. Um... And then Ted, I think, says to Nathan, uh, let's just, let's then put him into midfield. I'm not sure what Jamie's position is supposed to be. He comes across to me as sort of like, sort of really like a greylish type of player. He actually looks a bit like him, doesn't he? Um, sort of like an attacking midfielder, winger type of player. I think Ted was suggesting moving him to like centre midfield. I'm not sure what formation they're actually using. That would have been useful to kind of know. Um, but most teams these days use a, use a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3, so... I think he was talking about taking him off like the wing maybe and putting him in like more of the centre midfield. So um that sort of makes sense, I guess. Um and then uh I think Nathan says to him also oh, that so that nobody will like pass the ball in the middle of the pitch. So they 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 figure all that out in the end. Uh then they can't really get through to um the team, they're sort of struggling a little bit. And then Led Led Tasso, I think his name was, like a like an alter ego kind of thing of uh of Ted Lasso. I was kind of thinking at the time like, oh, they're gonna bring in like a twin brother or or something like that. But no, it's just it's just sort of an alter ego of uh of Ted Lasso. Uh, and something he said he used to used to do, used to practice back in uh in America. Um and then what is her name again? The uh, I think her name is uh, Sharon. Of course, the doctor or the the therapist says so like, "Hey, what the hell? Like, what was that?" And they they kind of explain it to her. Um, it's I guess it's one of them things where even if it doesn't work, it's a way of kind of uh, shaking the team up a bit. Like, even if they don't respond positively positively to it, which they kind of didn't, it's a way of showing, like, this is attempting something different. Because it's basically just, like, an aggressive, like... I don't know. I, I, I do think certain players need things like that to to happen to them. Like, this aggressive kind of... Uh, not not like toxic. I don't think it's like toxic or anything. It's just this aggressive kind of approach of you need to do better. Let's shake things up. And I think you should do it rarely. Um, there's obviously certain managers that probably do it more than they should. Uh, because you want a positive, you know, uh, 
space when you're doing training and all that and you want a good mindset for all the players and everything and I don't think that's giving them a bad mindset it's more sort of just shaking things up of like hey wake up a bit you need to all do kind of better um and I like the idea it's not the greatest thing to do but like I said it sh- it does shake things up so I think that's a good thing to do on certain particular occasions um but it, it is I guess like what um I think it was coach Baird uh, or Beard said um but like yeah it's kind of a last resort sort of thing it of yeah obviously that that is the case um but I don't know it's something you do need to do a little bit now and again just to kind of wake the players up a bit um cuz you know when I'm watching my favorite team man united and everything I want them to work as hard as they can and always do the best that they can and I don't want anything sort of less than that. There's going to be moments where, you know, no footballer's kind of perfect and everything. There's going to be moments where they, they lose the ball or they make slightly the wrong pass or they, they shoot wide or, um, I don't know, do, do something like that. But you want to cut that out as much as possible. Um, it's, it's also kind of an adrenaline thing as well, I think, of like, I don't know, kick, kicking them into a different gear. I suppose so it's it's an interesting idea it's not something that should be used all the time but it's a good way to again shake things up and kind of kick kick things into gear a little bit um so it it, it kind of worked so that was uh that was pretty good as well i um i liked what they did there uh what else do i want to talk about this time uh like i said i like the nora stuff with rebecca i thought that was great i like the lead tasso stuff uh, things with Sam were, were good this week. Uh, not quite so much with... Oh yeah, we did have the Roy segment on uh, Soccer Saturday. Very, very short. Um, I did get kind of excited when that came up. Because it's just a, it's a new, different thing the show's kind of trying. Um, and yeah, they got Jeff Stelling back. They got Chris Kamara to come back. And the guy of the guy's name is George something. Uh, again, I still don't know who that person is. But I do recognise the other two. Um, it's going to be asking me interesting going forward. It's almost like a little sort of skit part, isn't it? Because um, after the first episode, uh, and he like Roy was um, swearing and everything, he probably he, he, like realistically he probably would have been like kicked off or something. Um, but people seem to really love it, and it drove the ratings up. So hey, sometimes sometimes slightly controversial figures or people work on. Uh, certain things don't they as, as long as it's not like you know Piers Morgan level of sort of bad and, and there's nothing like that at all at the moment Roy's just kind of giving his brutal honest opinion a bit like in the way that Roy Keane does sort of on I've, I've seen him do some some punditry here and there uh it's not quite the same thing as either of those two it's sort of this alternate version of that um because he's not being as toxic or as bad as somebody like Piers Morgan but he is being the sort of same the same, like, don't hold back aggressive analysis sort of thing. Again, like what Roy Keane would sort of do, but Roy's adding in some uh, more colourful language, uh, I think. Um, so it's as interesting. That was good. Uh, it gives Roy something different to do as well, which I think is good. So we'll see how all that plays out uh, in the future as well. Um, I think that's pretty much everything. Uh, this was another good continuation of, of what they've been doing. Um and we'll uh, we'll see where where things kind of go with uh, with everything. So, but I'm looking forward to seeing. So, things I'm looking out for next is okay. What's going to happen with Nora? Is she going to st- obviously she's only like 13, but that doesn't mean she can't work in 
in that place at uh, Richmond with Rebecca. Um, see what happens with the sponsor and with Sam. Um, see what happens with their next results because at the end of the episode, obviously they they lost, but they're more like united as a team that could make them start playing together better. Um, see if the lead. Uh, Tasso stuff worked. Uh, if that kind of kicks them into a different gear or, or something. And see, I'm very curious when we get to the next. Given that there's been some kind of mentality changes in this episode to, to the to the characters and to the players, I'm very curious to see how it works out with the next episode. Um, and what that what their next result is. It'll be interesting to see the mentality change within the team. And what the next result is uh, is going to be. And of course to see how the wage stuff goes as well. And the finances and everything. Um, maybe they just get a new better sponsor. Maybe they maybe they fall into a bit of luck. Um, but yeah. So we'll, we'll see where all of it goes. Uh, let me know what you think of all this. Uh, what do you think of the Sam storyline? What do you think of uh, the finances and the wage stuff and everything? And uh, the sort of mentality change and everything else I kind of talked about. And what do you think of the lead um, tasso stuff for this episode? Did you like it? Did you not? Did you think it was too much? Um, let, let me know what you think and everything else that I discussed as well. Uh, MethodEntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think. Uh, that's it. I'll see you next week for another episode. And we'll see where things go. Um, we're still very early in the season, aren't we? We're only in episode 4 next week out of 12. So still still a very good chunk of the season left to go. And we'll see what happens going forward. Um, but you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you want to let us know what you think of the episodes or the podcast or my thoughts or anything else like that. Uh, MethodEntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, contact page information in your show notes. Take a look at all that. Uh, if you want to f- uh, support the podcast Entertainment Talk, there's a lot of different options for you. You can either just listen to more episodes that are on the website or you can search for us on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Entertainment Talk. Um, so check out all of that. Uh, you can uh, use word of mouth and social media. Let other people know about what we do and where they can find it. So all the different podcasts. And uh, how they can uh, find us and tell them what we do and everything. So that would help us out as well. Uh, social media, word of mouth, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can find us on Patreon as well. Uh, $1, $3 level tiers for ad free podcast and review options. So take a look at that if you'd like to. Uh, for your TV and film news, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Geektown Radio comes out on Tuesdays. Have a look out for this week's episode um, This the, from the Tuesday just gone, so check that one out as well. Bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bites, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. She's doing some really good stuff. Um, I'm trying to stream a bit more regularly now as well with like Cyberpunk and Psychonauts and some other games. Uh, so you can find me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, for all that stuff. And if you miss the streams, you can find the archive later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.